And we are back. I'm Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs. And this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. How you doing, man? Man, I'm a little tired. You a little tired? Yeah, man. I'm a little tired, too, but that's a, that's a, we'll hold that for later. Yeah, we'll hold that for later. We'll hold that for later. Yeah, we'll hold that for later. How's, how's it been going around here, man? I've been, I've been man, we've gone. been missing you, man. You've been missing me? Yeah, man. It's been, like, deafening quiet It's so quiet. Here. I walked in the it office. It's so like, quiet. Did somebody die or something? I just <laughs> Pretty much, man. And, and, I mean, you know, Flesher, man, I love him, but he hasn't been able to say, don't encourage him, Paul. Don't encourage him, Paul. Like, I said that yesterday out loud just to make people laugh. Like, <laughs> something. I had to have something, man. I was just dying. Man, I, I've actually missed the office the last week. I've, I've actually missed being in here. So, uh, it's like, you know, obviously, the reason I'm out is because we had the baby, but... uh he, he's he's happy and healthy and everything that's the important part but i'm sitting i'm sitting there during the day when my wife is you know doing mom stuff right and i'm like i'm just i'm here to help yeah i'm here to help and i'm just waiting for something to do right and so i'm just looking right <laughs> <laughs> just staring yeah I, I'm just, I, well, tell me what to do <laughs> uh, and funny. i have so like i'm i'm usually fiddling with fiddling with cards or you know uh doing checklists or something like that and i don't have that i'm i feel a little lost but um you know, it's about to be over. It I'm, is. It's about to be over, and you know we'll get into new products and pricing. But you're about to have a huge product come out, so yeah. that'll, that'll get you busy. Hit when you when you get back, you'll hit the ground running. I want to think so. actually off top. I want to thank Jeff and Brian both for uh, getting that checklist in for me uh, for Upper Deck Series One, which drops tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, which is appropriate because the uh, the the Toronto Fall Expo starts tomorrow. So yep. look for that to be. It's already checklisted. It's it's in the system. You're ready to go for the checklist. And man, it's it's going to be huge already. Just looking at the names. Oh and, yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, with that being said, we were supposed to have uh, Shane on the uh, the NHL hockey scout, but some scheduling issues did not allow for that to happen. So we're we're still going to work that out. But looking at Series One hockey, man, it's it's roaring. Wow, roaring and raring to go. There you go. Tomorrow. And I hope you guys are ready for it. But that's not the only new products we have coming out. What's up, man? No, we got uh, we got Phoenix Football. Now it's from Panini, a uh, brand new product. Um, looks really cool. Google that when you get a chance, or uh, go to the Beckett website and see the checklist and a few images they put up. Uh, good stuff. Right around a hundred. $110 a box, something like that. It's about the same cost as a prism box. Um, loaded with stuff. They did a, um, a case break over the weekend uh, at a convention. They were at this uh, industry thing, and uh, some good stuff was coming out of that. So hopefully um, that'll be a good product for them and a good fit. Uh, we also have prism basketball dropping uh, tomorrow, uh, or today. Sorry, today's Wednesday. It's dropping today. Um, it's gonna be, this is a little more expensive. It's around about $140, $150 a box, a little bit more than the, um, the football, uh, but it's to be expected. Prison basketball was huge last year, and uh, I don't see any reason why it won't be huge this year. So um, Now, did they cut back on the prisms on this one? Is, it, is this one 12? They did. They did, they did okay. the 12 packs, 12 cards per pack, I believe it is. Um, so a little bit bigger pack, um, less packs, a little bit bigger pack inside. So, okay. But okay. Um, pretty much the same configuration as the football, um, but the basketball has just really been big lately. So okay. it's got a good class. And, um, yeah, check those out, man. Those are the three new ones that are out, and um, it's going to be a good week for cards. Yeah, so. it's going to be fun. Uh, we got some new pricing done, too. We got uh, Prism Football was done. Yes. Uh, Torque Football. Oh, I'm sorry, Torque Tor- Racing. Torque Racing, yes. Torque Racing. I had football on mine. There you go. Uh, impeccable Football. Yes. Playbook Football. Triple Threads Baseball. And Gold Label Gold baseball. Label, yes. And I believe, I believe Brian got most, if not all, of uh, Top's update done as well for, okay. for baseball. All right. Uh, their, uh, their update set, so... Um, that's all there. I think we have box busters for most of that stuff up as well, except for impeccable. Um, so check those out too on the Becca website. You guys, uh, the, that's a lot of pricing done pretty quickly. So, oh yeah. That's, yeah. You guys over there in the football land doing pretty That's cause good. you're not here to mess us up. Man. I'm not here to yeah. mess with y'all. That's why. Is that <laughs> yeah. what it is? Yeah, man. You're not here distracting us. I don't have any new hockey products to price right now. I have, uh, the last one I did was artifacts. Yeah. And so when series one drops tomorrow, the, the thing is, is, um, I'll be in Toronto for the show. You're going to Toronto, yeah. So I'm. It's not. There's not going to be any immediate pricing up for that. Right. We could. We could probably do some. Uh, some early pricing, based on set factors from last season. Right. But uh, you know the rookies and stuff. We're yeah. Not who knows do. what Matthews yeah. or uh, Austin Matthews? Austin Matthews. Yeah. Austin Matthews yeah. going to do. Um, um, Nylander. Yeah. 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 Can't so. do it. But the cool thing is, is not only you're going to have the data from the computer, you're actually going to have a little bit of live data because yeah, you're going to be up in Toronto, data. actually seeing the stuff, uh, you know, change hands. I'm I'm um, excited to see what happens. I've never. Now, last year I wasn't there. 
but I heard the McDavid thing just it went I'm crazy. Sure, it was crazy. Yeah. So speaking of McDavid, last night he had like three assists last night uh, against Sidney Crosby. So there you go. Yeah, he, that was the first time he ever played against. Sydney. I saw. I, I saw that. That's so, very cool. That was cool. But uh, yeah, so I'm. A lot of fir- a lot of first happened last night. A lot of first. So yeah, we'll get into that. A later. lot of first. <laughs> so I, b- I believe the Alien Overlords will be here by Thursday. By Thursday, yeah. yeah. Thursday. Uh, that's a little sooner than I thought, but all right, Thursday, I'll go with that. Um, so yeah, the Austin Matthews thing—it's the excitement is you know it's, it's a buzz that's building. You can hear it, you know, it's coming. So I'm just excited to get on the floor tomorrow when the show opens and see what happens. I think. Probably thir- Friday will probably be the bigger day. Yeah. Because it's open. Like Thursday, the show opens. But then Friday, the show is open from like, I think from like 8 to 8 or something. Okay. Like it's like 10, a full day you know, thing. Like, yeah. So it's a big one. And uh, it's going to be pretty darn impressive. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure Upper Deck will be heavenly broken. I'm sure uh, they'll keep the uh, the Beckett booth busy. Yeah. Getting those oh, yeah. Uh, young guns oh, graded, yeah. getting their, trying to get their 9.5s or 10s or black label, stuff like that. So, sure. Um, that's exciting, man. I wish I was going with you. That'll be. Uh, I wish you were going with fun. me too, man. Uh, that'll be fun. I wish. I wish you were going to be there with me because I, I don't want to do the show without you. <laughs> <up there. laughs> that's all good. I don't man. want to do that. Uh, speaking of being up there, I got. I got my. Uh, I got my Beckett Fat Pack shirt in. You did. I, I got it. On. I yeah. Wore, I tried it on yesterday just yep. to make sure it was all good. Yep. Slim and trim. It's good. I like it, man. Uh, can't wait to wear it up there. Yeah, man. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, if this goes well, I, which I, I don't, I don't know why it wouldn't go well, but I want to do a Canadian one for. Hey. I want to do the Canadian one for the, uh, the spring show. Okay, that'll work. Maybe uh, I, I was thinking Fat Packs A. Yeah, that works. Fat Packs A. That works. So that would be cool. Let's uh, let's get into a little bit about the. Um, the signers up there, though. Have you seen the signers list? For I, I was peeking at it, you but it? Uh, it's impressive. Uh, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull, pull it up. up? Right. All right, you pull that up, and I'm gonna tell them real quick. Uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of tops now updates and whatnot. And I'm not gonna get into the specifics today, but man, tops now exploded uh, through the World Series, and um, you know, we haven't had too much time to talk about the World Series or anything like that on the show. But uh, man, they put out some really cool stuff. A lot of on-card autographs, dual autographs, dual autographs with relics. Um, just really, really short print stuff, nice stuff, commemorative team sets. I mean, pretty much anything and everything you'd want. If you're a Cubs fan, please, please check that out. A lot of it now is unfortunately unavailable, but on the, it'll be on the secondary market. Um, but they're just really cool stuff, man. I'm, I'm really glad they did that. Uh, Panini's going strong. I looked today. They've got like 85 people on their basketball checklist already this season. Uh, Steph Curry being the latest one for his uh, 13 three-pointers. Um, so check those guys out too. Uh, Leaf Live is doing it up. Uh, they had a Tebow card a couple weeks, about a week ago, I think, maybe a week and a half ago, um, and they're doing doing well, getting through, um, you know, keeping up and being relevant with that. Tops also was doing the, um, which I'll be interesting to see today since the election's over. They've been doing the the uh, the garbage pill kids for the Hillary and Trump campaigns. Uh, they've been some really funny ones on both sides. Um, so check those out as well. Uh, how's that list coming? You finding it? Yeah, you got it. All yeah, right, I'm, good deal. I'm just looking at it, and man, if you, you look in all of something. If over you there. are a freaking Maple Leafs fan, this is the show for you to be at. <laughs> man, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Well, I, see, I see how that works. This is crazy, man. Uh, Sittler, Clark, Gilmore, Roberts. Those are the first four names. That's not bad. <laughs> that would make a nice quad jersey. Yeah, right? th- that's uh, the first four names there on the list. And it comes down here, uh, Bobby Hall, Tony Esposito, Eddie Belfour, uh, Mike Keenan, all there. Okay. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk, Morgan Riley, Friedrich, Friedrich Anderson, and Matt Martin. Again, just loaded with, with Maple Leafs. Uh, Tracy McGrady is one that I'm interested in. He's not a Maple Leaf. No, he's not a Maple Leaf. <laughs> but he is of Toronto Raptors fame. He is. Uh, Rick Flair. That's a good one. We've, we've talked about that one. Uh Lanny McDonald, Dave Williams, Johnny Bauer, just on and on and Any on. Any baseball guys on that list? Mitch Williams. Okay. Mitch Williams. All right. Uh, Donnie Marshall from the Canadiens. Okay. The Habs. Let me see here. Who else? And it, the list just goes on and on and on. Ken Reed from One Night Only. Uh, that's the book that he wrote. And Scotty Bowman, which is – oh, Scotty Bowman was postponed, I see there. That uh, sucks. That's a bummer. But, yeah, the list is nice, man. It's uh, good stuff, cool man. Cool names, and Ric Flair's a big one. and Something something I might I might try to get Eddie Bell for, Eddie the Eagle. Why not, man? Yeah, you know, he's uh, famous in these parts for uh, for hockey. I mean, obviously, you know, he's, he's – Right. But he's famous for uh, trying to buy his way out of a speeding ticket. Yeah. Uh, for one 
billion dollars. <laughs> billion dollars. <laughs> I love that he went from no, no, don't do that. I do one billion dollars. <laughs> that'll that'll take care of it. Yeah. That'll take care of it. So yeah. uh, he's gonna need a little contract extension. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> Come out of retirement. That that list is nice, man. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are up there at the show. If you can hear me. If you can hear my voice right now, if you're going to be at the show, come by the booth, say hello. I'm going to have, I'm going to, when we're done recording this, we gotta get those cards. I'm going to go back and get those cards. I'll probably have six or seven, maybe eight cards. Just to sh- If you're at the show and you see me shoot it out on Instagram, be the first one at the booth and, and you get it. Now, like I said last time, uh, if you arrive the same time as a, as a kid, it's kid, all over. Yeah, yeah. Kid, kid takes the presidents. The, yep. so, kid trumps, right? Yeah, kid trumps. Kid Trumps. Uh, that's that's what how that, how that works. But uh, just like last year, man, we, we had a lot, we had a good time up there. So, um, oh, actually, not even last year. Just earlier this year, we had a good time up there. So come see me this this time around, and we will have some fun again. Now that's going to bring us to the end of our first segment. Wow, I can't even talk. You can, man. <laughs> and we talk really it's well. Okay, because you already got jet lag. <laughs> I got jet lag. It's going to bring us to the end of the first segment. When we come back, we're going to get into uh, our our fantasy our fantasy talk because um, we took a butt whipping this weekend. We did. We took a butt whipping. And yeah, then, two uh, of them, actually, actually. Yeah, we took two butt whippings. Two of them. But we got to get this fantasy talk. And then on the other end of that, we're going to talk about an article that was in the Dallas Morning News that um, it gives you some interesting interesting perspective about how rich people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say it. How rich people are treating collector's items right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's very interesting. I hope you guys uh, will go check it out as I'm uh, as we're talking about it. Yeah. But I don't think this will be the last time we talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Probably not. No. Especially with the way the things are going. Right. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with some fantasy football and basketball talk. We're on easy street. And we are back from that quick break, and we're just going to jump right into this fantasy talk because uh, it wasn't pretty on either end of, of this for us, anyways. No, it was not. I'm sure. I'm sure other people are having fun in the league, but uh, we weren't. For, yeah, for us, it, it just wasn't anything we could do. No, it really wasn't. I, I think. Mean, I think next year we're going to have to cut this down to like ten teams. Maybe so. Maybe because so. there's just we're just getting dredged we don't have any running backs or anything we don't we're yeah. uh we're hurting but uh right. thankfully we're not eligible for, to win any prizes yeah we so can't win any good. prizes but that's good pride is still an hey, issue listen man we're still six and three yeah that's a good so it's that's not a good one. you know we're still in like fourth fifth place we're all right okay uh, anyway bag of deplorables um hi i've never played fantasy football in the last 17 years ken um yeah no they he kicked our butt 111 to 83 um you know, he had Mike Wallace went, or yeah, Mike Wallace went off. Antonio Brown went off. Melvin Gordon went ballistic, um, and we just don't have a very good team right now. So, anyway, Ken took care of us. They moved to eight and one. They drop us to six and three. Uh, your favorite team lost this week, Eric. My favorite team, Sexual Chocolate. Oh man, they lost one hundred six to seventy seven. Team Nashville. Um, did he get a win? He did, man. He's four and five. Sexual Chocolate falls to five and four. Um, I mean, it's a 30 points difference here. The real difference, obviously, was, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott, Julio Jones, Blake Bortles showed up this week. He, they had a really good week. Um, problem for sexual chocolate was uh, they started McKinnon. Uh, he had eight yards, which is zero points. And uh, he had a couple other guys, Derek Carr. Uh, although they won and he played well, he only scored seven points. So that was uh, it was a Latavius Murray show. And um, just wasn't enough there for sexual chocolate to get the win. So congrats to Team Nashville. Um Anaconda, man, you Akron Anacondas, man, you guys are two and seven. They scored eighty-four points, which is more than we scored, which is more than about eight teams scored in the league. But they lost to Rack Pack Kings, who scored ninety-two points. Uh, Mr. Hubert got the win. Uh, he rode the Kurt tales, uh, the tales of uh, Witten had nineteen points, and Jameis Winston had twenty-seven points. Uh, Akron, it looks like though, I'm looking now, it looks like you you left a few points on the bench there. Yeldon was on the bench. Uh, Ryan Matthews on the bench. It actually could have made a difference. Uh, looks like you might out out coach yourself this week. Uh, all right, moving on here. This was a this was an upset. This was the upset of the week right here. Um, RG three POIR, which is one of my favorite team names. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, he won seventy five to sixty three over Eastern Fat Packs. So the Eastern Fat Packs fall to seven oh, and two. They took a loss. They took a loss. They uh, they had a little problem here. They started uh, Prosy Prosy. Okay. I don't know the exact pronunciation. The running back for Seattle, 
Uh, he got a big fat zero. Um, well, but, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> Chris, good. Crystal Michael's helpful. You yeah, know. I don't know what that was about. Uh, probably just lack of bench. Uh, looks like it was lack of bench. He um, also got really underperformed by Greg Barnage. Got two points, uh, the tight end for Cleveland. Gary Barnage, okay. Yeah, Gary, oh, Gary I'm sorry. Yeah, Gary Barnage. Uh, that was just bad. It was all over the place. Now, in uh, RG3POIR's defense, he had Alex Hearns, who also got a zero, and Mike Davis, who had a negative one. Um, but thankfully, Drew Brees had 30 and uh, the Panthers' defense did well. So um, kudos to them, man. Two and seven, trying to stay out of that uh, Kaepernick card. So they're <laughs> doing a good job. Eastern Fat Packs, I think you'll be all right. Just had a bad week. Uh, Monstars, man, they took out main movers. Uh, they doubled their score, 101 to 50. Uh, yeah, so Monstars moved to five and four. Main movers, two and seven, right in the hunt for the Kaepernick card. So uh, main movers, get yourself together there, man. You don't want to You don't want to win that card. Uh, Monstars, basically big games from uh, Mark Ingram, man. Where did he come from this week? Man. Huge week, 28 points. Phillip Rivers, 23. Um, they just put it together this week. And uh, and they'd even, you know, that's good. So Monstars moved to 5-4. and four. They're in the mix of things here. Uh, Jeff Geo uh, moved to 7-2. and two. He took care of Dave's Lobos, 105-66. to 66. Um, Lobos had Russell Wilson at 30 points, and the rest of the team barely added up to 30. So... Um, that's just bad, 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 bad. Mariota 31 for, uh, for Jeff and Beckham and Forte did their thing. So he was, uh, he was on top and a win seven and two right up there in the mix of things at the top. In our last game of the week, uh, the slump busters moved ah, to two yes, and seven slump busters. and, uh, points beware, Mr. Brogan. I love you, but man, uh, two zeros and a one and a two. Guess who we're playing this week. Yeah. And he's changing his name. I talked to him uh-huh. off air, yeah. and I told him, I said, points beware. I said, it says points should be scarce. So points he's changed his scarce. name to points to be scarce. Um, and then with that, he'll probably beat us. But uh, they moved to three and six, and uh, not too far out of the mix of that Kaepernick card. So Slump Busters, good job getting to two and seven. Uh, stay out of that card, man. Jimmy Graham, man. Can you imagine if he used his other hand, how good a game he would have had? Because he had two one-handed touchdown catches. So I can only imagine if he used both hands. So uh, kudos to Jimmy Graham for having 22 points. So that's where we're at. I'm going to do a quick recap here um, of the top teams here. Um, we've got Bag of Deplorables is at 8-1. and one. Uh, Jeff Geo uh, is at 7-2. Uh, and two. Eastern Fat Pack, 7-2. The Fat Packs, the real Fat Packs, that's us, is 6-3. and three. Uh, Rack Pack King is 6-3. and three. Monstars, 5-4. and four. Sexual Chocolate, 5-4. and four. And then the rest of everybody else falls under that. So... Um, bag of Deplorables starting to pull away a little bit, and then there's a bunch of us kind of mixed in there with a the game, game right, or so different. Right in the middle of things. Yeah, right in the middle of things, trying to, to vie for playoff position. So Always that, that, that end of the season dance that, that happens. You yep. know? That's, that's always fun. It is fun. But uh, can you believe that we're already in this week, week 10? 10? Week 10. Ridiculous. Flying by. Where does it go? I, I don't know, man. Just Where flies it, cause by. Because you get so excited, you know, first. You do 10 mock and, drafts. And you're and just like, like oh, yeah, you got this whole gone. thing going on and whatever. So. You're like, son yeah. of a gun. So. It's, it's all gone. Oh, it's all right. That's yep. all right. Well, it is. It is. I just picked up Ronnie Hillman for us. Okay. I just picked him up. So uh, all right. I don't know what that's going to do. I don't know what it's going to do But either. it's got to be better than Paul Perkins, right? Uh, well, yeah. I, let's, let's hope so. Ronnie Hillman was a leading rusher for Minnesota last week at 32 yards. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, he actually had the same amount of yards as Paul Perkins did. Wow. Paul Perkins had 15 yards receiving, so you might have downgraded. No, no, I didn't get rid of Perkins. <laughs> I got rid of a. I got rid of a Jacob Tammy, who's who's out. So. Oh yes, yes. And it's yeah. five weeks and eleven, so we'll we'll be okay. Yeah, we're okay. We're all good, man. Man, that's a cool. uh, that craps. That craps. Okay, let me talk about the fantasy basketball because we got it. We took an ass whooping there too. Did we? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it was bad. it was good. We're uh, one and one in, in the league, so I'm feeling okay about that. Thunder Humper just <laughs> <laughs> he brought the Thunder Humper, he brought the lightning. Huh? Yeah, he had a lot. Of, he had a lot of players <laughs> with a lot of games last week. So uh, on Sunday, Sunday night. We were we were down like fourteen hundred to eight hundred, and well, thankfully we had, had some players going. Yeah, we had we? we had some we had some players going Sunday night, so that's the only reason that we were able to even make it a game. But he beat us. Uh, we'll just round it off, fourteen hundred to seventeen, uh, eleven eleven hundred. Okay, all right. So all right. Uh, his best player was uh, Dwight Howard, who had just a monster week. 
Wow. All week long. He was just killing it. And uh, Russell Westbrook was ours. So that was fun. Uh, Santa Rosa's baby chickens just <laughs> took a loss to Team Nashville. Team so, Nashville, hey, double win. Yeah, double win. Michael McNutt, you, you did it. You did it. Um, you scored 1,700 points this week, and your top scorer was uh, Bookie Cousins, as as he probably should be. Yeah. You know, there's, nobody, there's like few people in the league that can do what Bookie does, and that's just be a massive black hole in the middle of the court <laughs> and just right by the <laughs> basket, take up everything, anything that comes his way in that area. Yep. He, he, just, he just engulfs it in. Then you had, uh, you know, of course, Anthony Davis can do something like that, but his unibrow gets in the way sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, reheat. Steve Dalton, man, 2-0. 2-0. Oh. Oh. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Well, as of last week, DeMar DeRozan was the leading scorer in the league, averaging wow. something like 32 points a game. Wow. One three-pointer. Wow. <laughs> He's taken one. As of last week, I mean, I'm sure this week's been different. Wow. But he had made, he had, he had made one three-pointer. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, well, good kudos to Reheat, man. So since you're taking over the basketball department here, that's good. You seem to know yeah, what you're, you seem seem what you're what talking about. That. So we're basketball department will be in great hands. So. Uh, the fighting Steve Urkels versus the fighting tacos. Holy <laughs> mackerel! That's a that yeah close game actually. Uh, okay, thirteen eighty five to thirteen thirteen. Wow. So who pulled close, that out? Uh, that was the fighting Steve Urkels. Laura, did I do that? Did I do that? Jamie Taylor, uh, just. Had it going with Anthony Davis, of course. Good. Well, hey, he's won. He won two games this yeah, week. He, he won his football game as well, I believe. There you go. So, uh, Big Red versus Blano Corn Belters. <laughs> <laughs> I love the team names. Uh, the Corn Belters beat them uh, sixteen hundred to fourteen hundred. All right, and then Cali KCT one, st- just like curve stomp Team Strobel. Just really, I'm talking curve stomp. It was seventeen hundred to a thousand. It was. Ew. It was a butt with. Ew, that's almost a yeah, double upper. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony was his leading scorer there with 210 points. But on the other side, Damian Lillard had 256 points for the uh, team struggle there. Right. That's that. Good I want to mention man. here that um, we reached out to Panini and said, hey, can you guys get us some things? You guys got something, some, some things we give away. They gave us a whole box full yeah, of ready to rookie shirts to give away. Yes, they did. For this, this basketball league. I want to thank uh, – I want to thank Scott Prusha over there, uh, Tracy Hackler. Yep. Thank all those guys for hooking us up so we can hook you guys up. Uh, what, what are the sizes they run from, like, medium to extra large? I think we got medium to extra large, yeah. No fat, no fat, fat pack sizes. No so, fat pack sizes? But, uh, you know, okay. it'll be all right. We'll, we'll make it work. I like these shirts, too, because they're that soft cotton. They are, man. They're, yeah. like, they're like one of those, like, 50, 25, 25 splits or something. Yeah, but yeah it's good. They're nice. They're real nice. Uh, that's actually what the, uh, the Beckett Radio shirts were made out of. Gotcha. So uh, I dug those a lot. The, so, throughout the season, we will be giving those away. Also, don't forget that at the end of November, we have a box of uh, hoops hoops to give away. Yes, we do. Uh, so, you guys be ready for that. It just keep changing your lineups. If you're in this bes- this Beckett Basketball League, you guys are going to have some fun because uh, we got some good prizes for you guys. We do. And we we're hopefully, we're going to have some more stuff throughout the year. Yeah, um, so, we got a few other things lined up, a few surprises. So, do we get a winner on the card, right? Yeah, yeah. He claimed it was they Zach. claimed it? Okay. He, he claimed it. Right, uh, sent deal. it off to him. Hope he got it. Received it. Everything okay? Awesome. Uh, speaking of giveaways, <clears throat> I want to talk about give a giveaway. Give it away. Give it away. Yeah, now. give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. I want to talk about a giveaway that we're doing right now with a company out of Europe, out of Berlin, out of Europe, Berlin and Austria, dude. I'm, I'm hey, we're so, big in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to, I'm probably going to say the name of the company wrong, but okay. I, it's not, I'm not trying to. Right. I got you. It's auctionata. All right. A like auction. Okay. Nada. Nada. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. They are doing a giveaway right now. That's up posted on our Instagram and Twitter. It'll be up on Facebook later today. They basically, they're an auction house. Who deal in high end collectibles? Okay, and I'm, t- I'm when I tell you high end collectibles, I'm talking massive gemstones. All right, I'm talking race cars. Wow. I'm talking Picassos. Wow, I'm talking like nice art stuff, right? Big stuff. Okay, yeah, and basically they're sponsoring a giveaway for our rock and G- uh, rock and gym title, and uh, so what we've done is we got we had to get creative with it, right? So yep. we had a, we've pulled a couple of gym cards. We pulled a Joe DiMaggio out of seventy fifth anniversary Cooperstown. Okay, uh, that had an emerald in it, numbered out of ten. Okay, 
So we pulled that, and we, we've combined it with, uh, with a prize for the giveaway. We had a Bill Terry back there, same thing. Okay. So first place winner gets the Joe DiMaggio, gets the gets Joe DiMaggio, a year subscription to Rock and Gym magazine. Wow. And a copy of Carnegie, uh, the Carnegie, Carnegie Award-winning author Bill Jones's The Frugal Collector. There you go. It's that's that tr- prize package is is awesome. That's a triple threat, right? Yeah, there. that's a that's a tr- it's a triple threat. Um, second place winner, same two things that you get the you get the year subscription to Rock and Gym. Um, you get the book, and then you're gonna get the Bill Terry Gym card. Sweet. Now I know that you guys probably out there aren't all savvy on the Rock and Gym side of things. Rock and Gym is probably our second or third most popular magazine. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. If you are into geology at all, <laughs> it's something to look at. Absolutely. The articles are great. Um, Lynn Verone, the editor over there, she does a great job with it. Um, there's more money spent in, in what do they call them? They call them specimens, right? They call, yeah. Uh, they call them specimens. So they're in... There, there's more money spent in geos than there is in cards any day of the week. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, so it's it's really something to to look at. It's it, this is not your everyday collector. Oh, I got, I've got fifteen dollars. I got a hundred dollars PayPal. Right. Uh, what? Show me what you got. Show me your rocks. Yeah. This is uh, <laughs> this is some heavy duty stuff, man. It, it's really fun. It's really interesting, and but you got to know what you're doing. But you got to know what you're doing, and this book, The Frugal Collector, will help you out. The magazine will help you out. Plus, uh, just to catch you on the sports side, we're gonna throw in the the other two cards as well. There you go. So third place, the third place winner is gonna get the subscription and the book as well. Okay. So we have three winners. Three winners. Two of you get gym cards, the subscription. And the book, and then the third place winner gets the book and the subscription. Perfect. It's a really cool thing. And as always, it's ran through Gleam. So just go to Gleam. All you got to do is follow the links. That's it? That's all you got to do. Man, it's, it's, it's so simple. so simple. So simple. And it's a really cool giveaway. And I'm telling you, one of the things is to, one of the in, way to earn entries is to check out their other, their other catalogs for future auctions. Go check out the race car. That <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah. That is, it is I can't tell you how freaking awesome that. I'm not even a car person. Like right. I'm the most unmechanical person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> unmechanical. Is that a word? That's a I word. don't even know that that's a word, but yeah. like I'm the guy that goes to the goes to the dealership or the you know the mechanic and they're like, uh, there's something wrong with my car, and I come back an hour later, like, yeah, there's a tiny unicorn poking holes in your exhaust system. I'm like, really? like, dang it, really? Man, I thought we got rid of that last I, time. I thought the mythical animal poking holes in my exhaust would be the problem. Uh, how much would that cost to fix? Two thousand. Yeah, that was, that was what I was gonna say. Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, please take yeah. my money. And yeah, take that, it all. I'm that person. I'm horrible, but but I was looking at this stuff, man. It's just amazing. And then the art, the art is cool. But this one focuses on gemstones. There are gems in there that are f- simply amazing. Just and like, I'm not one to get caught up on. Oh, that's beautiful. These gems are beautiful. Right. It's not your <laughs> typical diamonds. You know, diamonds right. and stuff like that. It's, right. It's beyond that. It's beyond that. You guys need to go check it out. It runs through Monday of next week. You have plenty of time to get entered in between now and then. And when you do enter, you're gonna get so you're, you're gonna get a chance of winning some pretty cool stuff. That's awesome. And never count out Bill Dumas because Bill Dumas. Uh, well, this is actually uh, Priscilla's birth child. She she came up. She ca- she got this sponsorship and everything like that. So never count out Bill Dumas and the marketing team over there because they will come up with some prizes that l- they'll just throw on top of this probably you know and and, right. and make it work. So that's that. You guys go check that out. The link is on our Instagram page. It's on our Twitter page. It'll be on our Facebook and it's gonna on our Rock and Gym page. It's everywhere. Go find it and get entered because uh, it's rocking. It's rocking. Yeah, you don't want to miss this opportunity. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. And we're gonna talk about this Dallas Dallas Morning News article that uh, is very interesting. You guys go check it out. Go look it up while while we're taking a break. Let me take. Let me give you the address. It is. Uh, Dallas Morning News, and the name of the article is whoop, Why Are the Rich Treating the Value of Baseball Cards and Comic Books Like Picasso's? Blame the Federal Reserve. It's written by Will Diener, As we uh, will. the special contributor. So go check that out. Google it. It's really cool to check it out while we're talking about it. We'll be right back.
All right, man. We are back from that quick break. And uh, we're going to get into this article. But before we do, I want to mention uh, Two Bros Sports Collectibles. They just had that awesome giveaway that they ended to the Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke. Zeke. And then a year subscription to Beckett Football. Our, those, both those prizes have been claimed. That's pretty cool on both of those parts. Uh, they also told me to let you guys know that they have another one coming up. So Nice. Be looking for that. One in the hopper. I, I don't know what it is. That's cool. But it's it's coming. That's cool. It's and coming. also, man, they broke a ton of Panini Prism football. A lot. So, a lot. I mean, I don't even know what a lot is, but it's a lot more than a ton. So they, they broke a lot. So go check their site out um, on Beckett Marketplace, and you know, you'll pretty much have anything that you need there. So. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You, they'll they'll get you anything you need there, and they are happy to help you. So for sure, go do that, and we will get them all set up so they can get you set up. Yep, that's and we we'll get that next part. giveaway. So good yeah. deal. All right, man. Let's talk about this article. Um, let's, let's talk. Let's. You and I have been. Uh, we've been in the game for a while, right? Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. We've been yeah. we've been around, and just yeah, like yeah. most collectors, you know, they probably have that long history of. They've been collecting since they were seven or eight. Your mom right. threw your stuff away. You got back into it after college. Yada, right, yada, yada, right. Yada. It's all the same right, thing. Right, right. It's you know, all the same thing. We're part of the f- uh, the finest 2.0 group, uh, like, yep. for, like eBay my ass. Uh, uh, just <laughs> <laughs> for some, it is. For others, Eric, it's um, not. Just, just uh, We're part of that finest 2.0 group. And you know, a lot of those collectors are the same way, man. They've been in this for a long time. They've been doing this for a lot of... A lot of years they've been having fun with it. They're having fun and with it. They make a living. They make a living off, off it. Yeah. Yep. So it's cool to see that. But in the Dallas Morning News, uh, Will Diener wrote a, a piece called Why Are the Rich Treating the Value of Baseball Cards and Comic Books Like Picassos? Blame the Federal Reserve. Um, I, before we jump into this, I think it's fair to say over the last year specifically, we have seen monster cards in auction houses go for money that probably previously was even unthought of. Yeah, you know? I agree. You know, the Wayne Gretzky at the National went for 500K. Right. Um, there was that, that Ty, was it a Ty Cobb that recently just sold the yep. cabinet card that, you know, fetched a really nice penny. Well, and then those comics <laughs> that just sold, those the Batman uh, or the uh, Superman. Superman. Superman went for almost a million, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's just record sales, man. The Hannes Wagner's bringing more money. The Mantles are bringing more money. And it's just, you know, it's exponentially. Every time something like that comes up, it's just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. So um, it's kind of amazing. So um, I actually heard this before I read it. I heard it on the on my drive home. I was listening to the local sports station, uh, the Hardline is the name of the program. And the top of the program, they kind of just talk about whatever they want to talk about and set the show up. Uh, it's called Mike's Mind, and he just Mike Reiner just gives you whatever he, he's thinking about, right? Gotcha. And Reiner is one of those guys who, um, like, casually follows the the secondary market of sports cards and memorabilia. Okay. Right? He kind of he just kind of peeks his head in every now and again to check it out. He's no Keith Oberman, right? Right. But he's he's a guy that. He, he, he just pops in every now and again just to see what's going on. And he saw this, and he read it. And uh, basically, he's right on target. It's just saying, you know, this, this guy, Will Diener, is right. This is, this is getting to a level that I don't know that you expected or I expected or anybody else expected to see in the hobby. But with the way things financially are going in this country – Kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, kind of makes sense. It does, man. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about getting auctioned off, I mean, that's, we're not going to find that many more Mickey Mantle rookies. We're not going to find that many more Hannes Wagners. We're just not going to find it. And with that, the production that's out there, it's limited. And with all these millennials getting into stuff and all these people that are, are getting these better jobs and if the economy turns around and whatever, there's going to be that surplus of money and people are going to buy the stuff because they want it. You know, sports guys in general, they go they go nuts. I mean, they're sports nuts, they're collectibles nuts, and they got to have this stuff. The the millennials, is, is, you touched on that. That's, I think that's something that we really have to come to terms with because the average age of marriage now is something like 33 or 34 years old. Yep. People are living single in their parents' homes until that point in time. Yep. They have disposable income. It's, they yep. want to. They're staying on their parents' insurance till they're 25 or 26 right. or whatever that cutoff is. So they're not paying for that. Sure. So, you know, they're getting these 50, 60, 80, $100,000 jobs by the time they're 33. Mm-hmm. 
and they're living at home, they're driving whatever, and yeah, you're right. They've got this extra cash just yep. laying around. They've got their 401k that's already building up because sure. they don't need the money right away, so they're putting it all in there, and then just they're building these portfolios that are huge, and if you're a sports person and you have a b big portfolio and you know what the values are and you're watching this stuff like the stock market, somewhere to invest. Yeah, you know, they're going to be savvy enough to get into the game. Definitely. So what he says is next month, several Mickey Mantle baseball cards will be sold through an online auction, but sadly I won't be among the bidders. For years I have harbored the, a dream of buying one of the rare Mantle 1952 Topps baseball cards, which fetched $60,000 a decade ago. I plan to display the card of the greatest Yankee center fielder ever on a table in my in my office next to my most cherished possession, a baseball mantle signed for me before his death in 1995. But alas, the best laid plans were waylaid by a collection of snooty bankers, otherwise known as the Federal Reserve. By that, <clears throat> I mean that the Fed's policy of holding interest rates at artificially low levels has done more than just inflate stock and bonds prices. It has also inflated the demand for hard assets, gold, silver, antique cars, paintings, comic books, and sports memorabilia, specifically baseball cards. Now, I'll stop there. That ties just right back into the giveaway that I was just talking about with Auctionata. Right. That's the kind of stuff that they have. Right. You know? Yep. So here we go. The price of the 52 Mantle card in mint condition has soared from $150,000 in 2010 to more than $500,000 this year according to the Dallas-based Heritage Auctions, which is sponsoring next month's, next month's auction. I wonder if we should talk to them about... I don't know. Maybe. I, I just dare anybody to find rate of return on their money for that. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. nobody's going to triple that kind of money, uh, more than triple that kind sure. of, that amount of money sure. in five years. That's sure. not going to happen. There are investment quality cards, authenticated, sealed in plastic, and graded eight on a scale of 10 for a quality, according to Chris Ivey, Director of Sports Collectibles at Heritage. Ivey expects one of the most pristine 1952 Mantle cards, which is graded to 8.5, to bring a cool $1 million at auction. Wow. He said a million dollars. That's a lot of zeros. That is, I mean, that's not quite Eddie Belfort trying to get out of a, out of a traffic ticket. But no, but that's, that's, that's starting the conversation. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it is considered the most iconic post-war baseball card, Ivy said. Interest rates are low and money is cheap, and there is only so much people want to invest in Wall Street. So you are seeing price escalations in these other assets. Admittedly, blaming the Fed for escalating prices in the sports collectibles market might seem a bit far-fetched, but wealthy investors are pouring money into tangible assets as a safe haven against potential currency and currency debasements. Now, this goes back to everything I ever heard when I was a, ch I was a child. If you want to make money, buy land. Right. That's buy true. something yeah, that you buy can something. hold on to, yeah. right? Buy something because a lot of that stuff can you can you can write off as purchases and whatnot. If you put it in the stock market, you got a, you know, IRS and like everybody kind of knows what you're doing. You know, if you start buying this stuff like this, just putting it in a safe in your house, and yeah, man, just stockpiling. Yeah, stockpiling. Printing so. of money by the Federal Reserve and setting interest rates artificially low, below the rate of inflation, have made people worry about the value of the U.S. dollar," said Peter Bachfar chief market analyst of the Lindsay Group in Fairfax, Virginia. People know that if they buy a baseball card, a comic book, a painting, or a diamond, it is tangible and will hold some value. Bachvar now, now cautions that the, price inflation, that the price inflation has spilled over into the hard assets. This varicose demand, is that right? Ver oh, I'm sorry, ferocious. Ferocious, there you I go. Don't know, I don't know why You're I can't You're still sleeping, talk. man. I am. I just had a baby. Well, my wife did. Uh, demand, <laughs> demand for hard assets has pushed up the prices a lot more than the <clears throat> than what they were worth, Bachfar said. A, a Mickey Mantle baseball card is going to be treated like a Picasso. Other examples of hard asset inflations include the 40% rise in New York City apartments in recent years. Even rental rates in Oakland, California, of all places, has been increasing at a 10% annual price. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah. Not the prettiest of places. No. You know, no. immediately, immediately they know it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they know it. They know it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going up, man. And it's, there's no end to it. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? There's no end to it. This, this goes on. I want you guys to go check out the rest of this article. We'll post the link uh, when we post the show. But, man, it's an interesting read. 
you know, let's, we'll have to touch on this after some of these auctions <laughs> go off again, and we'll, we'll keep a little track and, and maybe do another segment on, on some of these things that are getting sold. W- so. What are your thoughts about it? I mean, do you think that do you think it'll hold? I mean, well, I mean, you know, the, it's hard to say. I mean, we just went through this, you know, a few years back with the housing market, you know, yeah, having that, yeah. that that quote unquote bubble that finally burst. Um, so I guess everything has is, is, you know, has cycles to it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, even just recently, Pokemon cards were out of the game. Nobody really cared about them. And all of a sudden they have this game. They're back in and they're relevant. And then how long does that wave last? So could it be a wave? It could be. I think it might be a little different in this case because has a Picasso ever gone down? in value absolutely not you know what i mean i mean yeah. i i don't know for sure but i'm just saying has it gone down i would never think something like that's ever going to go down you know in the way people now are treating even some of the gaming cards and the sketch cards that they're coming out with now they're treating them as artwork sure so it's not you know you can definitely bridge the gap between a 52 mantle and the picture that it has there it's iconic picture just like the nana for that griffey card they're iconic pictures and they have become quote-unquote artwork so, you know, if that holds true for like the, the Picassos and things like that, then yeah, I don't, I don't see why this wouldn't be a, a market that steadily um, just increases in value over time. Now, it may not, you know, quadruple and triple and double and, and whatever um, as fast as it's going right now, but I don't see it. I don't see us having this conversation five years from now and that mantle card selling for $40,000. Yeah, that's, you know, I don't think that's so not going to happen. Um, so it's just something that it's going to. I, do you think I think it probably level off? You know, yeah, there'll be some but, kind of level off, but there's still going to be money to be yeah. to be made because you're talking about that number. If it goes for a million today, or you know, in the next auction, and two years from now it goes for a million one, you know, it doesn't go for a million five or two million. It goes for a million one. You're still up quite a bit of money when you're talking those levels, yeah. you know, and um, you know, right now you put that million dollars into CDs and stocks and whatever, and there's no guarantee you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars over a couple of years. So. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm there's sorry. A no, there's no guarantee. So no. I, I think there is, from what they brought up a good point, there is a lot lot better chance of being able to to make money in these in these collectibles. We as we as we wake up this morning and find out that you know Donald Trump has is the president elect. Yes. Going to bed last night, a lot of the talk was about the stock market. Yes, because it, it basically plummeted yeah, down it, six eight hundred points, whatever it ended up going down. Uh, we know this about stocks for sure. Uh, the, the market it doesn't like uncertainty no at all Mm-mm. so we we go to we go to bed and there's a lot of uncertainty and that causes the market to fall and now as we wake up this morning and futures are opening and i'm listening to me talking like i know what you're talking about like who are you eric you had a baby you didn't go to college or like get some education wait you did though congratulations you did get that maybe man you're college man i'm doing it wrong you're a grad and you're a grad and a dad all in a month yeah and now you're all smart using crazy using words like futures but i'm tired you are tired (laughs) tired. uh but as we wake up this morning and the the futures markets are opening it's kind of leveled off and there's some there's some stability back in oh yeah yeah you know um as it goes but these that market man it's it's so volatile and when feds finally raise the rates it's gonna i think it's gonna cause a bubble you know very possible i think it will i hope it doesn't you know gas prices are gonna be nine hundred dollars again and it's just gonna be (laughs) yeah all over the place so yeah invest your money in mickey mantle there you go and honus wagner yeah and ty cobb and some of those, yeah. So there's so many things. There's and with and with the baseball cards, there's so many that you can invest in. There's so many T206 variations and and whatnot that all fetch. They might not fetch a million, but they're fetching sixty to one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred fifty. I mean, there's so many cards in that level in that range. Um, we almost need to do a book just on those cards. You know what I'm saying? Like some kind of guide for those. But uh, yeah, it's amazing. Just amazing, amazing that they that they can hold that value and and I don't know much about comics, but now with these recent sales of comics being seven hundred fifty and a thousand and a million dollars, and with how strong as comics are now with Marvel and DC putting out all these movies and, and Disney now involved in some of that too, how where does that end? You know what I mean? I don't know where it ends. I don't know that it does end. Yeah, it doesn't because every one of those characters that are in. These films now, even like Doctor Strange, that that film just came out on Friday, last right. Friday. Right? I don't even know much about Doctor exactly. Strange to be honest with you. I just don't. And to be honest with you, I don't think a lot of people do. No, Doctor Strange was like, he was a B character, and that's nothing against Doctor Strange fans or the character himself. Right. He was just he wasn't Spider Man, Wolverine, any right. of the X Men. Yeah. He was a B character, but they Marvel, to their credit, has taken 
this B character and made a freaking killing at the box office. And they're and he's now incorporated into the whole Marvel comic universe, cinematic universe that's going to end with Infinity War and uh, one and two. Right. You know, now he's going to be a part of that. And to their credit, th- the masterminds over there took took a B character and made it into something huge. Right. He's got his, they've got their own cards coming out yeah. now. They've got he's got Funkos already. I mean, they've just put him in every market known to man. And those cards are no joke, man. This is the first. They are no joke. <laughs> Matt was telling me a little bit about yeah, them the other it's day the in the first office. Set of. Uh, Standalone character cards, mm-hmm. uh, and that, to my knowledge, I might be might be wrong. Matt might be able to tell you better, but to my knowledge, it's the first set of standalone characters. So Doctor Strange, specifically from that movie, and you know the characters therein at a premium. I think it's a hundred and thirty dollars a box. Yeah, hundred thirty, hundred fifty dollars a box, something like that yeah. for like ten cards. For, yeah, might not even be ten cards. I think you might said eight cards. And but. the autographs are one in fourteen. Right, one in fourteen. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. That's it's invest your money in that. You yeah. Know? Why not, man? Why invest not invest your money in that? Uh, it's I don't know if you have that kind of money. Invest. If, yeah, if you do, <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> but but there's just so many things though that that you know like I even saw I was talking to Matt the other day about the Harrison Ford autographs, the one of ones and stuff. They're going for five digits, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Daisy Ridley has cards that are going for that. I mean. It's endless. You know what I mean? And that we're out of baseball cards. We're not even talking baseball cards anymore. We're talking about non-sports cards. And then, obviously, you haven't even touched on... We haven't even touched on the other sports. Sure. They got cards that are just as good, you know, that are going for money. Well, let's let's get into that a little bit. The Tops Transcendent. Uh, we were talking about case yeah. breaks. How do how they do that? Two case breaks have filled in that. Yes. That is at a... What was it? A hundred... Was it $197 a, a buy-in? I don't know what the exact buy-in was. I saw one that was about a five five or $600 buy-in. Was it? And they were able to get whatever, 50-some people to do it. Whatever the math is, 60-some people to do it. Um, and they all get one card out of it or whatever. And somebody gets the trip and somebody gets the case. And they did it all. You know, they all mapped it out. Um, that's amazing. $27,000 yeah. just for... For a box of a briefcase of cards, I yeah. guess we should say. We talked about it last week, and yep. I, I joke, you know, we were joking. How do you fill a box break? Well, damn it, if they didn't figure it out. Yeah, they've already <laughs> filled a couple, and there's only 65 of these cases, right? Exactly. I think it's 65 cases, and they've already filled a couple, and we're still a month away from release. So, you know, I don't, I don't doubt that we won't, we won't see some more fill on these, on these Facebook groups and on eBay. They've got some, some auctions running now to try to fill some cases too. So, where does it end? I don't know. I, I don't know either, man. But it, this is an interesting article in the Dallas Morning News. Go check it out. Uh, I think you'll come away from it, you know, enlightened a little bit if you're if you're not already. Yeah. And you know, maybe. And maybe if you, not. If you got money and you want to buy cards, call Eric. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the futures market. <laughs> the only thing I see in my future right now is a nap. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. Yes, you look yes, like you need a nap. I do. Um, I don't even drink. I feel drunk. I'm just like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's what happens when you mix baby and politics. Baby and politics. Man, I, I shouldn't have stayed up late last night, so yep. late last night, but I did. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with uh, Beckett Whatevs. We have some things we want to talk about, uh, mainly the election. Just get our little reaction to it. It's, uh, it's neither here nor there for us, so we'll talk about that. Uh, it's, also, um, it's also Veterans Day. And we want to make sure that we mention that as well. So uh, you guys hang tight and we'll be right back. And we are back from that quick break. And this is our final segment of the week. Final. It's uh, Beckett or whatever, and we're just going to talk about whatever in the hell we want to talk about. Yep. Because I haven't seen you in a week. I know. I haven't seen you in a week. So, um, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. You know, the uh, election was yesterday. Yeah, that was last night. And um, I guess I've heard today they're calling today Trump Day. Trump Day. <laughs> to play Trump on Day. Hump, hump Day, I guess. I, I don't know. It's kind of funny, I guess. Um, yeah, very interesting. Shout out to David Ledbury. Yeah, man, that guy's cool. Man, he was right there on top of everything. I switched off whatever I was watching on TV, and I just went to his Facebook page, and I was like watching his little like watching his little videos and stuff. And uh, 
that's cool, man. Like to have somebody kind of on the the inside there, like watching. Yeah. No matter what side of the fence you fall on, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, he was literally like right there, and sure, all these people are coming in, Sarah Palin, and right, Trump, and like you're just getting videos of all these guys and high five of them and shaking their hands, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of fun. He's a uh, he's something else, man. He's, he's real cool. But to see that from his from that perspective, you yeah, know, man. To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know David like personally. Uh, right? I've yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, we talk like we don't. But yeah, yeah but, we don't. Yeah. But I know him well enough to know that th- he's he's a pretty cool, solid dude, right? Right. And just to be able to be connected with him and have the access to that side of the the election last night through his social media accounts was really cool. It was that cool. Was just you're not going to get that anywhere else. No, no. It added a little more excitement to the yeah. to to the thing. And it was honestly it was different than watching the same people talk about the same thing sure. over and over and sure. over. Just waiting for those people to count. I want to be on the counting committee. You know, they the must get paid by the hour <laughs> cuz it takes them forever Man, it to was count like, votes. <laughs> so as you were watching everything unfold last night, what was your thought process like like I I'm not asking you who you voted for. That's right. not what no, I'm asking. No, I know. But what was your thought process as everything was unfolding? Was it shock? Was it surprise? Was it, uh, you know, what the hell? Was I mean, <laughs> honestly, it, it really, none of it surprised me. This whole thing, let's be honest, has been a debacle for the most part from the beginning to the end. And anybody that didn't think it was going to be close I think was just underestimating everything that was going on in the world. You know what I mean? I just feel like it had to end this way. It had to end where it was going down to the wire. It was two, three o'clock in the morning um, before we found out. It, it wasn't going to end at, at nine o'clock, ten o'clock, which some people did. I mean, I think some people didn't drink their Red Bull, didn't get that second cup of coffee because they figured we're going to be on the news for about an hour. It's going to be over, and then we'll just you know we'll all go to bed. But no, it was neat to see it to, to see it get drawn out a little bit to, to see some excitement in the whole thing. Um, you know, it's been such a, a, a just awful, hard-fought campaign, you know, slander from both sides, and it was it was neat to see it all just finally be over last night. And, uh, and you know, as I went through my Facebook page, the other thing you're talking about, what was in my head, it's a lot of people singing that song, leaving <laughs> on a jet plane. So that was, you know, that was kind of the theme of the evening on my Facebook site. <laughs> but uh just kind of made me chuckle a little. Uh, on when uh, was it? Last week, sometimes this week, sometime, maybe it was Monday night. I I said on on my Facebook page, I said, no, no matter which one of these jackasses ends up winning, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Canada by Thursday. Right, <laughs> but it's pretty, for you though, it's actually true. Exactly, it's actually true. Unless uh, unless they build a wall, have they built a wall yet? Not, I don't think no, you can build not, a wall yet until maybe January. like a passive aggressive wall. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but oh, that's no funny. N- no wall. So um, man, as I was sitting there watching it unfold, my my wife tapped out early. She was just Did like. She? She's like, I, I can't take this. Right, <laughs> I'm right, like, I understand. Right. And, you know, I was wondering from your perspective, too, you grew, you grew up around it, right? So Oh, too much, man. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Maryland, and we lived, you know, 20, 25 minutes from the White House. So it was just a day in and day out, man. You know, and I ran a restaurant back home, and that was all the buzz, and that's what everybody wanted to talk about, politics and this and that. And, you know, obviously it's a, it's a you know, a huge liberal state, and um just, you know, people just forcing, and, and this isn't against liberals, but just everybody forcing their opinion down, you know, because the liberals are strong and they're telling you how it should be. And then the, the Republicans that were there were just like, no, it has to be this way. And it was just constant, constant, constant bickering and arguing. And it was enough to just drain you. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I felt bad for the rest of my family being in, in Maryland and Northern Virginia last night, you know, just listen to all this because I can only imagine how much they're, they're inundated by it. You know, I mean, here sure. we are, we live half hour or so away from Dallas and such a difference man yeah. like yeah i mean there's talk about it or whatever but it's not the drubbing like you're not at the supermarket just having to listen to like you know whatever go trump go hillary you know that's not the bumper stickers like it is back home it's not the the signs in your house you know every sign at back home's got to you know vote for this person vote for that person you know forget this person forget that person you know and it's just everywhere you turn and i used to just hate election season i just wanted it to be over didn't even care if my person won i just wanted it to to be over and it's it's nice to be out here i'm gonna yeah. be honest with you i bet change nice change of pace nice change of pace that's for sure as i was watching it unfold i i i had this this pit of despair in my stomach <laughs> <laughs> dude you were just hungry it was it, late you hadn't eaten you were hungry i was gonna say actually <laughs> you beat me to it because i had a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch oh, and nice. i felt much better <laughs> i felt much better <laughs> 
There was nothing a little cereal <laughs> no, no. couldn't handle. Cures all right there. Yeah. The cure all. Um, I was watching it and I was just like, man, this is like, I, I was shocked. I, I have to tell you, I was shocked. I, I went in thinking there was, I just didn't think Donald Trump was going to win. I just, it's not that I didn't want him to win or that I did want him to win. It was just, I didn't think that he uh, could pull it off. And what this tells me more than anything is never underestimate the power of a redneck because they will go out and vote. <laughs> and, and they did vote. That's that's the thing, you know. And, and, you know, I think what this is, it's not even so much. This exposed the media. This exposed oh, the media. Yeah, it exposed yeah. the polling. It exposed all the people that try to influence you. Oh, you know, this is over. Don't don't go out and vote. Hillary's already won this. Don't, just, you know, that whole propaganda thing. And that was exposed. Sure. Because I don't think any of these numbers they were predicting or, or whatever projecting were anywhere close. I mean, this this man never led in any poll, any list. His mama didn't even want him to win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had him down to where he was never going to win anything. And you can't tell me that it just changed in a matter of a day or two. You know right. what I mean? I mean, that's where I just think the media was exposed on this, which I think is a good thing. Sure. You know, because I think they get away with a lot of different things that, that they probably shouldn't get away with. And um, you know what? If the one good thing that comes out of this is, is they got exposed and maybe they'll start checking their – they're doing a little more Q&A and a little more checking their balances and whatever that they're doing, uh, starting reporting a little bit more of the facts on things, you know, that'll be a, that'll be one good thing to come out of this election. I hope so. I hope so. Um it was, I kid about the rednecks. That's not. No, <laughs> I know you don't. No, I know you do. I just didn't want anybody to get upset. I know you do. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of Brogan, we play him this week. Yeah. Uh, I think I said that earlier. Points be scarce. Yeah. But that's, um, that's neither here nor there. Yes. I was, but I was watching it unravel and I was just like, I was, I was really, I was surprised more than anything else. I was just like, wow. Democracy kind of works. <laughs> it did, you know. That's you know? the whole thing. Get out and vote. Right. And this is the first time I, I really feel like everybody said, "All right, well, darn it, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to go out and vote." And they did. And this is what happened. And this is why we live in this this country. Yeah. And this is what makes our country great. You know, is that we have this this system in place. And apparently, he's going to make it greater again. Sure. Or better, greater, or something like that. Whatever he said. The first <laughs> the first election I ever voted in. Yeah. Was. I had moved to, to Westminster, Colorado, just outside of Denver, on my 18th birthday. Okay. Okay, so All I right. was able to vote. There you go. And this was around the time that those Razor scooters were real, real popular. <laughs> you remember those? The, oh. Your little scooter? Dude, ever? dude, I'm going to shock you. I sold those. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> so Westminster, it had a mall. Yeah. So I had some young kids there. You know, there, yeah. there were young kids, and they were razor scooters were very popular there. Um, it was, it was there, and uh, there was a lot of also older people. Okay. Okay. There's an older generation that lived there that did that did not like the razor scooters. Right. I can I can imagine that. Um, and this just tells you how democracy works. Okay. Um, can't wait was, to see where this is going. By was, the way. <laughs> There was a proposal on the ballot to have razor scooters outlawed in a certain section of, <laughs> and all the older generation came out in droves and voted that thing. They probably rode their scooters <laughs> to get <Yeah>. there. Right? <laughs> Basically, what happened was the next day you had a bunch of young kids with these razor scooters that couldn't ride them in these certain areas. They're selling them on eBay. Like, were, I can't yeah, do nothing they, with they this. <laughs> <laughs> democracy works, damn it. That's what I'm trying to say. Democracy oh, that's works. Funny. I think that's funny. It's funny to me. I remember <laughs> it very clearly. Uh, speaking of democracy, I want to th take this time and moment to just to thank my brothers and sisters who uh, stood up beside me, and uh, I stood up. I had the honor and privilege to stand up beside you and uh, serve. Yes. It's Veterans Day uh, this this uh, this Friday, and I'll be serve. I'll be sending a Veterans Day just like. Any red-hearted, red, red-blooded American uh, at a hockey game in Canada. That's what I'm. Oh, hey, <laughs> that's what I'm doing in Canada. Yeah, you're not going to be in the country. Yeah. Way to go, exactly. Eric. But uh, oh, I just want to thank you. Thank, thank everybody uh, out there who who can hear my voice. Uh, thank you for serving. If you if you stood up and took that oath, thank you for serving and answering that call and doing things that. Um, some people just don't don't have it in them to do, and that's not a knock against them. But, no, you, uh, 
No, you do or you don't. I mean, I, no. you know, I, I appreciate it every day because I don't have myself, obviously didn't serve. None of my family members I even know of or have been in the military. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't our thing or we wouldn't grow up around it. And we just, we did whatever called to it. So yeah, I appreciate that every day. Yeah. You guys out uh, there doing your, doing your thing, risking your life. Cause that's, man, that's something. Yeah. That's something. It's um veterans day is, you know, I wish I had a story where I could tell you that I joined the army because I had some patriotic bone in my body and I wanted to um, serve my country after 9-11. I, w- I right. want to tell you that story. I really, really want to tell you that story. But the truth is I was bored on a Tuesday and didn't have anything to do. Yep. So I went and joined the Army. <laughs> I was a big fan of Stripes when I was growing up. So <laughs> and you got three meals a day, yeah, so you were I good was to like, go. Hey, let's go do this. Um no, no. What happened was you were 18. You couldn't ride your scooter in the mall yeah, anymore. And you were was. like, screw this. I'm going to the military. So <laughs> I, I really wish I could tell you that story that I was some bleeding heart patriotic person. But that's just not the case. I, I just wasn't. I was bored on a Tuesday and went and made a decision that changed my life. I have, I have things in my life now that I would never be able to experience outside of joining the military. Right. So... um I, I'm I'm a firm I'm a firm believer that everybody should serve at least four years. I I just I really am. There you go. Uh, I think it it would do wonders for this generation of kids coming up, millennials especially. Yeah. I'm I'm a millennial myself. So, but self entitlement goes out the window. Uh, if you if you serve correctly, you know if you if you right. if you serve. Right the way it's meant to be modeled and you follow the values that are instilled in you, self-entitlement goes out the window. Um, it becomes about a, it becomes an us factor and not a me factor. Right. Well, and I would imagine you just value life more, Yeah. you know, cause it could be gone like that. And I think a lot of, you know, the younger generation just think they're, you know, right. Nothing's going to bother them. Nothing's going to, you know, that's going to happen when I'm 80. That's going to happen sure. when this and that, but you know, life is short, man. Yeah. Um, you get, and another thing I wanted to touch on was just seeing the world. Hmm. I came back. Good point. I, I came back from from Iraq both times, uh, be, having seen things that one I would have never been afforded the opportunity to see otherwise, but two, really put my life in perspective. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have it really good here in this country. Absolutely. We have, we have it better than anywhere I've ever been. I, if there's if there's somewhere if there's somewhere in this world where it's like the population is is, is forty five and and <laughs> and forty of them are females and they just love you, I hope you get to that place. But uh, I've never been there. <laughs> so, and call Cody. Yeah, call Cody. <laughs> Cody wants to go with you. Uh, but. I'm just there's there's just places in this world that I got to see that I would never seen otherwise, and I, I it, it changed me as a person. So my decision to join the army on a Tuesday because I had nothing else to do literally changed my life. And uh, I know that there are people out there who have that same story, and there are people who who don't have that story who who joined because it, they knew it was something they were going to do from the day they were born. Right. You know. So just thank you very much for standing up and taking that oath and serving. It means the world to me, and it means the world to a, a population of, of people who uh, expressed their right to vote yesterday, which you can't do everywhere. Nope, that is very true. So uh, thank you guys for doing that. Paul. Eric. We have four more minutes before we get out of here. All right, so should we talk about the bat-infested lion Trout. Oh, we have no more minutes. All right, no, all right, right. yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Let's do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we, we talk about a lot of crazy stuff on here, and, yeah. you know, we just kind of go with what's going on. I will want to bring this up, though, because I think this is hilarious. Okay. Okay, I got, I got one thing. All right. Might not be four minutes. I got one thing. So Dallas Skyline down here, I don't know if you've ever been to Dallas. It's awesome when you're driving into the city, especially when it's at nighttime or early in the morning. The buildings are lit up and different things are on there. So the other night, I get this text message from Cody. Shut up, Cody. Um, who's on his way to the airport Sunday night, okay, after the Dallas victory over the Browns. And the Omni Hotel, is they put all kinds of stuff up there. They put Monday up there upside down. They put Hump Day. They put, you know, whatever. Did they put Trump Day? No, they haven't done that yet. They didn't do anything this morning. But they put on the thing, thanks, Tony. 
and it's because they were thanking Tony Romo for being hurt all season and the Cowboys able to start Dak Prescott <laughs> and to be able to have this season that they're having. And I just think that's funny. <laughs> Tony Romo. It says, thanks, Tony. And uh, it wasn't – It was uh, Cody went for – he had an evening flight, and when I drove in the next morning, it was pitch black, but they had changed it already. They had just gone back to normal Aww. colors, whatever. So I don't know if they took some grief from it, but I tell you right now, that's funny. Especially that with all this funny. controversy coming up now, yeah. with you know Jerry coming out and saying, "Oh well, you know we've we've got time now. He can he can just sit back and heal and rest and whatever." Look, dude, man, the dude's like thirty something, seven years old or whatever. He's been broken eighteen times. He he isn't gonna heal. No, there's no healing. You He's know? probably as healed as healed. It's as ever gonna be. So I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't want. We don't need to start the con- the quarterback controversy. But I just thought that was great. Here it is on this big city platform, and they're they're thanking their quarterback for being hurt. That is pretty funny. That is uh, that Tony is Romo. Hilarious. Your next quarterback of the New York Jets. Yes, <laughs> or the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do the show for this week. Uh, we are gonna. See you next week, probably. Yeah, I guess. man. I don't you see get why. back from Canada. Eh? Uh, yeah, I'll get back from Canada. I won't be in the office next week. Okay. We'll figure but I'll come out. in. I'll come in and do the show. There you go. I'll come in and do the show. I like this, this. is the only reason I come in. And work oh, you know, hey, yeah, you know, no, no other reason. And yeah, no one else is listening to this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll come in and do the show. Uh, we'll we'll uh, have fun with that. I'll have some stories to tell, hopefully from uh, Ric Flair, woo, and Tim Hortons, and Tim uh, Hortons, and, uh, and Francis. Francis, I'm I'm really looking forward to meeting Francis. I want to meet Francis. Something serious. I hope that he comes by and sees me because, buddy. I want to meet you. There you go. I want to meet. I want to get you on the show. So good stuff. <laughs> and reminder: go see Eric if you're in Toronto. Yeah. Go see Eric. Say hey, man. You know, check out Instagram. Get those cards. He's check out some stuff to give away. So come, come take a, sh- come take a picture with me in my fat pack shirt. Fat since, packs. Uh, since that'll be cool. Yeah. I, I like it. There you go. That works. You <laughs> is it the- pretentious that I took a picture of it? No, not, no, at, all. not at all. Not at all. My face is not on it. No, it's not. So it's not. So it could have been any. Yeah, it really could have been anybody. Pack. Yeah, could have been. Could have been anybody. Been. My son wore his to school today. Awesome. And I, my only concern is that they're going to ask him what fat packs means. Yeah. And because he's my son, he'll probably tell them something completely different than what it actually means. Probably, yeah. He'll be like, well, that was voted on in five states last yeah. yesterday, and now we're allowed to do that. Yes. <laughs> he was concerned about who I was voting for. Was he really? Yeah, he really was. My uh, my kid's school did a mock thing where they all had to go vote or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of funny because they, the, both my sons, we didn't really talk to them too much about. It, came home and, and voted for the same person that I, that I had voted for. So oh, they wow. thought they thought that was all cool. <laughs> I voted for free lunch. Free lunch. Yeah. Free lunch. Yes. And speaking of lunch. Yeah. Speaking of lunch, we we're getting out, out of here. here. We're all right, lunch. lunchbox. Let's go. Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, hey, you haven't been here in a week. Man. I haven't. I'm allowed to, to one little dagger. You snuck side. one in there. I did. Good job. All right, man. Guys, uh, that's it for this week. You guys come back next week. And until then, just keep listening to the.